What up, what up? What's going on? Welcome back. Glad to have you. Um, glad, to, glad to be here doing this with you. Uh, so, a little thing. Uh, I wanted to say that at the end of the last episode, I had said that we were going to start with, uh, uh, we were going. this week was going to be about control and over looking over things it made more sense to move around a couple of the episodes because they tie into each other so with that being said we're going to go ahead and start off with going into greed um and i mean so much can be said about greed i uh i wanted to say that there people might be wondering what you know how does greed where does greed mix with pride or how did i come with that why is that a part of pride and i mean the bible verses that i have will go into detail about this but one of the big things we got to keep in mind when we're talking about greed is um selfishness in order to be extremely greedy you have to be focused on self. It's hard. It's hard to be greedy, hoarding things, if you're focusing on other people. And therein lies the problem with greed. When we are stuck in the in greed, we are focused inward, looking at ourselves thinking only about ourselves and we are not thinking about others and I mean this could be individually or this could be family you know I could be individually greedy in and of just thinking about me my wants and what I what I for me within my family circle or I could be just thinking about just my family, what my family needs, and nobody outside of that. The concept of me, my four, and no more. <clears throat> so, when we hear greed, it's not just speaking about the individual, but I mean, let's be real, I'm, uh, uh, most of the time, it is speaking about the, just the individual. And again, how this links to pride is the selfishness that is attached to it. Um, <clears throat> With that being said, I'll read the first Bible verse that I have, and it is Proverbs 23, 4, and it says, don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. <clears throat> so, when, we, when we're, we're using this in the context of greed, linking it to pride is, we have so many people in our day and age who are stuck on the money aspect, the money trap. And um, oftentimes going to great lengths to do, to gain said riches. Um, And oftentimes doing that at the expense of other people. So with that statement being said, those who would wonder how you link greed and pride there's 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 an answer right there. If I'm going to go through the a great deal to get mine and I got to step over you to do it and I'm willing to do so, 
there is that that's the pride that's that's another aspect of the pride in it because I'm willing to do the by any means necessary mentality is in and of itself a prideful mentality a prideful um phrase a prideful um uh, mentality and <clears throat> excuse me I know that there's a lot of a lot of folks who will get mad at me for saying that and I mean it is what it is <clears throat> because let's be real if I have the mentality of by any means necessary any means means any the word any means whatever all of the above so I'm willing to do whatever whenever however to to justify the means to which I'm trying to get to and I mean, it could be money like this verse is saying, but it could not. It, it could be happiness. It could be um, family. It could be, uh, you know, material items. It could be a wealth of things that this, this, the mean, the the means to an end. The end result is what I'm trying to get to. The means to get there is what what where that problem lies so that that phrase by any means necessary the means is the problem because <clears throat> i might use the means to do unjust wrong evil harmful just straight up foul things the means to get to this end even if the end isn't a bad thing because oftentimes when people say by the ends justify the means or, you know, or by any means necessary, the end result where these people are trying to get to is not a bad thing for the most part. I mean, you can watch any just end game just came to mind, you know, or the whole Infinity War end game that comes to mind. The end result that Thanos had in mind was not the problem. He was trying to, um, he was talking about the, the, the lack of resources being overused. And the, 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 the problem in his eyes was the overabundance in population was what was causing these lack of resources to to go down so essentially what Thanos was doing was population density now I'm not saying that's right let me let me throw it out there so people are not like oh he's the 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 end result in his mind was resources will be saved people will be able to live in abundance no one will be without we will have a happy society that was the end result in his mind. And you can't fault someone for having an end result in mind like that. I would I'd venture that most people have the end result in mind. You know, end results like that in mind. The problem with this was the means. The means which he took to get there. The population density eradicating 50% of all life to get there that is a concept of by any means necessary or the ends justify the means because 
there were a lot of people who had to die in order to get to where he was going. And that's why the statement I made of by any means necessary is a selfish mentality. And it's not right because, I mean, again, going with the, the character which we were I was just speaking about, his motivation was... His, okay, his means. His means were very selfish. He didn't care who he stepped on, who he killed, what he had to do. I mean, for God's sake, he sacrificed his own child to get to these to this end. If y'all hadn't seen Infinity War, I apologize. But, I mean, it's been out for over a year, so my bad. That doesn't spoil anything for Endgame for those of you who haven't seen it. <clears throat> um... But, I mean, he, he sacrificed his own child to get there. And so that's why the concept of the, mean, the, ends, the by any means necessary is not correct. It's not right. And um, how it would, uh, how we can link that to, um, you know, the pride and greed thing. And in his case, the greed issue came from collecting these stones and wanting all this power for himself. It was no question of delegating this. It was no question of, I have a group of people. If we come together, we can figure this out. And we can rectify this um, this situation for, for lack of uh, resources. It was, I am the only one who can do this. I am the only one strong enough, smart enough, wise enough with the capabilities to do this. So I need to collect all of this power for myself. Greed. That is a, that is straight up greed. I need this. I need this. I need this. I can only do this. If I have all of this power, this is what happens. And I mean, let's be, this also brings up another topic that is discussed oftentimes where, um, People say absolute power corrupts absolutely, um, which leads to a whole another movie, <laughs> comic movie. Um, that was essentially the point Lex Luthor was trying to make in Batman v Superman, that absolute power corrupts absolutely, and you can't have someone with absolute power be good. They were either they either had absolute power and were and were evil, or they didn't have the power absolute power. And again, whether you like Batman v Superman or not, Lex Luthor's whole purpose in that was to prove that point. Um, that was his main issue with Superman that he had all this power, and because he had all this power, he could not be good. He couldn't be good because he had too much power. Now, the difference from that is uh, Superman proved that that power didn't corrupt. So, I mean, this is two conflicting things. I, I realized that and I brought this up because my hope is that having a lot of power does not corrupt us. I, I want to believe that absolute power does not corrupt absolutely for every individual. I, I want to believe that. 
Um, I mean, for we have God who has absolute power and who is not corrupt. So there's proof that that theory is not 100% true. Um, now, if you want to apply it to, you know, human human nature, that's a whole different discussion for debate. And I mean, that could that could lead to a whole bunch of different things and a bunch of um, good conversations, really. Uh, but anyway, I digress. So <clears throat> to to link back to the Thanos thing and greed. Because that was not... Greed wasn't an issue in Batman v Superman. That was just someone trying to prove a point. Thanos' greed and self and self-conceit. So Thanos' conceit, his, his haughtiness, his arrogance, led to his greed. So there's the link. That's where... When I said the greed, that the pride leads to greed, there's the link right there. And there's, there's that's a, a way that people, because so many people seen I mean, anyway, a, a large number of people seen it play out in front of their eyes. And it was very much not in the biblical context, but you can pull Bible out of it to prove it. And that's the point I'm trying to get at. Jesus spoke in metaphors. Parables is what they call it in the Bible, but he spoke in metaphors. There's another metaphor for you. Thanos's arrogance led to his greed, which led to the action to which he let the the means justify be justified by the end result. So <clears throat> now, if you want to take that with what the Bible verse I said, don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. The wise know when to quit. To to link that to what I'm saying, <clears throat> Thanos wasn't trying to get rich on money, but he was trying to get rich with power. And uh I mean ultimately his demise. Um but you know the wise enough to know when to quit would understand that the cost for what it he was trying to do was was too much and there nothing good could come out of that you know and so that's where you said the wise know when to quit ah man i'm trying not to spoil stuff all right i, I can only use this hopefully you've seen it by now so the different the the counter to that for the other side of the second part of this bible verse the wise know when to quit there were two individuals of the Avengers who had access to those infinity, the infinity stones who had the gauntlet. Both used the gauntlet and both knew when to quit. And both did not use that power to um, create evil. In fact, they, they offset everything that Thanos has set into motion. So even that movie proves that absolute power doesn't corrupt absolutely if one has uh well if one has God in them. That's not what they'll say for the movie. But if one has 
the right uh, morale, the right morals, that at the power, the power, they will step away from, because one of the individuals who used the, the stones, after using the stones, walked away from the gauntlet and never tried to pick it up again. I can't go into detail about the other one for those who have not seen it, but I mean, <laughs> that individual did not use it again either for different reasons. So the point is for this Bible verse, be wise enough to know when to quit. The first individual who had the gauntlet didn't wear themselves out trying to get rich like Thanos did. They were wise enough to know when to back away. Okay. So, I pray that metaphor helped um, get one to a better uh, state of understanding how the link with um, pride and uh, and greed. Um, the next Bible verse I want to do is Proverbs twenty eight twenty five. And in 28:25 it says, "Greed causes fighting. Trust the Lord. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity." <clears throat> How many different ways have we seen this play out? Whether it be in movies, whether it be in life. Um, if we could, if we could just listen to this Bible verse, I say we on purpose because I'm I'm, I'm not excluding me from that. If we could understand and focus on the fact that greed causes fighting, let's just point on that. Because trusting in the Lord leads to prosperity. I mean, that speaks for itself. If you trust God, it leads to prosperity. Even if you got to wait for it, it leads to prosperity. But let's let's sit on that greed causes fighting. How many families have fallen apart? over greed how many friendships have ended over greed how many marriages relationships ended over greed we could talk for hours and days about what greed has done to families to friendships to businesses how many business partners have fallen out with each other over greed and the fact that one person or one group of people want everything because they feel like they are entitled to it. <laughs> I uh, emphasize that word on purpose. They felt like they were entitled to this. So they themselves thought, okay, this regardless of what the outcome is. I feel entitled to have this. This is mine. I'm going to do this. And people who were the best of friends, married, family members, have fallen apart over this. And again, to link it to pride, the one individual who was who was so bent on the greed let's trace it back to that root the pride pride is the root as spoken before 
to like I said, to me, pride is the root of all evil. And I said that, and I it's gonna probably come up several times throughout the series, and and in, in the podcast for that matter. But pride being the root to that, the individual group was so thought so highly of themselves, or thought that they deserved whatever this is for whatever reason. And you know, they could be. It could be that they did deserve what happened. You know, I put in the work. I did this. I deserve that. I'm not dis- not discrediting that at all, because the Bible says, basically, if you work, you should eat. The Bible says, you don't work, you don't eat. Those who work deserve their pay. So, and I don't remember where that is, uh, but those who work deserve their pay. I think it's in Ephesians, if I'm remembering correctly. The point, the Bible does say that those who work deserve to pay. However, to link it back to the last verse, the wise be wise enough to know when to quit. When is enough enough? And that that there's the problem there. When is enough enough? I put in this, I do this. I, this is all I need to survive. This is all I need for my life. This is all I need for my livelihood. This is all I need for my family. I am good with this, but we are taught as a society that enough is not enough. Our society thrives on on the concept of enough is not enough. More, 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 more. That's what we talk about, more, more. That's why if you go to, like, the portions have increased at, at our fast food joints. Um, <clears throat> things have started to cost more. Everybody, you know, the, the, the wages have gone up, but not enough to compensate or to match how inflation has raised everything else up. And it's creating a more, more society. More. I need more. I need more. I need more. And again, there's more. There's there's a read. There's there's an explanation to that piece as well. I'm going to I'll get into that later. But again, the, the concept of more when enough is not enough. I, mine isn't enough, now I want yours, and theirs, and his and hers, and some more theirs, that's when greed causes fighting, because if we go into a a venture together, and let's just leave it to financial, because money, money causes a lot of drama for people, so if we go into a venture together, those of you listening, I don't know how many will hear this, but let's say of you, there's four of us who go into a venture, whether it's buying property, whether it's creating a business, whatever the case may be. And we all put in equal shares of the money and we all put in equal work of the money. And we're going we're going as we progress. There comes that point, it seems in some cases where you have that person who has the thought of, well, I am doing more of the heavy lifting. I am doing this. I am doing this. Therefore, I deserve more and tries to go take more. Now, this group, we could have decided together that, well, your strong suit is here, so you do this. Your strong suit is here, so you do this. My strong suit is this, and your strong suit is this. So we're equally doing everything, but at some point someone decides, well, what I'm doing is more important than what you're doing. 
what you're doing isn't that big. Although we decided on the front side that we are equal, we were playing to our strengths. So how we split into this case of well, what I'm doing is more important, so I need more of the credit, the money. I need more of all of this, and that's what that's when we lead into greed causing fights and the issue again is the pride because that one individual for whatever reason decided that enough wasn't enough and that I needed more and once they got to that 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 thought process it it, it bust up what was working you know and we've got to get to the concept of enough being enough and there's another word for that. And that word is called contentment. And <laughs> I brought that up for pur- on, on purpose as well. So, anywho, moving on, let's just be mindful of the fact that greed causes fights. And we get to that point of greed because we get past when enough, we don't know when enough is enough. We desire more. My next Bible verse is Ephesians 5 5. And Ephesians 5 5 says, You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an adulterer worshiping the things of this world. So let's connect this to. I'm going to hit this from a point of as a believer and as a non-believer. As a non-believer. We are so enculturated that in worldly things and what the world is saying that the concept of believing that we have a savior and that if we can turn our attention to that savior and give him our focus that he can deliver us from the world and all these things that we're lusting after because greed is a lust. It's a lust of the eyes. So if we can turn our attention from lusting over to these things, this lifestyle, this whatever that is creating, this sucking our attention towards it to Jesus, that would be one of the reasons why a non-believer wouldn't inherit the kingdom. Because they can't get past what the world is saying so much so that they cannot, um, they cannot divert their attention to believing in the Savior. And so they say, stay stuck living in a world without Jesus. And thus they end up not inheriting the kingdom of God. And, and thus not, you know, we're not inheriting the kingdom of Christ and God. Now, from the spot of a believer, and then I will link the two. A believer is already in the kingdom. Let's remember that. Once you've given your heart to Christ and you believe on him, you are a part of the kingdom. Now, how does this, how does this a greedy person will not inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God? How does this play out to the believer? It doesn't mean that you're not going to heaven. It just means that you you might you if you 
let greed take over you, you will not inherit the kingdom while you're here on this earth. So what that means is I am more focused on worldly things than godly things. So I'm not a part of kingdom business because although I love Christ and I've given my heart to him, the world and the worldly system has caught my eye and I live trying to get that. So some of the things, so the things that God has for me kingdom wise, I can't inherit here on earth because I'm so focused on being a part of the world system because there are two systems. There's the kingdom of God and then there's the world system and the world system is, although it was created by God, it has been turned over to the enemy because of the mistake of Adam and Eve. And so Satan has been corrupting that system because the system itself isn't bad. I mean, the Bible says, again, those who work should be should be paid for it, essentially. So the system itself isn't bad. It's the people that are running the system that has made it corrupt. And the enemy is in the ears of the world system, pushing, leading, guiding, things like that. And so we are doing the by any means necessary. We're doing all of these things in the worldly system. And those of us who are followers of Christ get caught in that. And you can't do, you can't serve two masters, as the Bible also says. You can't serve the world system, mammon, which the Bible says money, but you can't serve the world system and you and God at the same time. So you if 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 we are stuck in the worldly system, which greed will lead us to be in a worldly system, we are operating in that system and we're not getting the benefits of the kingdom of God. That is how a believer, that is how this Bible verse um is uh speaking to the believer. Again, it doesn't mean you're going to not go to hell. It doesn't mean you're going to go to hell because once you've given your life to Christ, you are not going to hell. But again, it means that you are out of the kingdom, which means you are out of the grace. I don't want to say that. Let me back. You're out of the kingdom, which means you are out of um, certain benefits. And thus your life could be a living hell while here. I'll say that. <laughs> now, how these two for the how these how this connects for the believer and the non-believer is the last part of it for a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world and that that goes to either the believer or the non-believer if if you are greed has you focused on whether it be money whether it be houses cars people women for some people, men, you know, the abundance thereof, um, because let's be real, that's another form of greed. That That is another reason why it is the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes is greed. If you see multiple people that you want greed and you're lusting after them. So anyway, whether it be whatever it is that has got your eye greed if it's money businesses how you know material objects 
you know, people. We put them up, self, let's put self in there. We put that up as an idol. And because we put that up as an idol, we are worshiping the things of the world. Because if we worship ourselves over God, we've made ourselves an idol. We're not worshiping God. If we worship our spouse more than we worship God, we've made our spouse an idol. Therefore, we're not worshiping God. We're worshiping idols. If we put our children over God, we are worshiping our children. And we've therefore made them an idol and are not worshiping God. You get the, you get the gist of that. So that's, that's what it's saying. We got to be careful about making idols. And I mean, it's a hard thing to do. And most people, most of us have made money an idol at some point in our lives. And anybody who says they have not is a liar. And if, if someone is teaching you and they say they've never done that, walk away from them because <laughs> they are not being truthful with you. At some point, we've all made money an idol. I'm not saying we all do right now, but at some point we have. And some of us probably still are doing it in some way, shape or form. Not necessarily um, intentionally, but again... Money, we have made money an idol from, and again, the ends justify the means. The ends of making this an idol is that money in our world system, in a worldly system, secularly speaking, money is what leads us to happiness. We equate money to happiness because we can use money to buy this and to do this and to do that where money in in and of itself is nothing but it, it gives us access to things that we don't have access to before that's that's what money is to us it just opens up opportunities and now i have access to do this where i didn't have when i didn't have money but we equate money to happiness the world system teaches us that and because of that we've made money an idol and we seek money because we believe that once if we have a lot of it, we will be happy. The problem is tying it back to another of the Bible verses, the pro, and you know the other pro, in Proverbs, when is enough enough? When are you wise enough to know enough is enough? You know, have I got to a point where what I'm doing? You know, that's not to say that you stop your hustle. You know, if you're hustling and you get to a point, that's not to say you stop your hustle. That's to say. What do you, what is the, what is the reasoning behind it? If I've gotten to a certain stature and I'm doing certain things, is this enough or do I need to kick it up to a different level to continue to get this money that I'm trying to get? And what uh, oftentimes what another level is, okay, well I'm here now and I'm doing this and this works. Now, am I going to go outside of what I believe to get to this money or is this, is, is this enough? I don't have the answer to that question. It's a rhetorical question for those who listen. That's what is enough to me is not enough to you. So, but we need to be wise enough to know when enough is enough so that we don't get sucked into the greed aspect of stepping over people to get that. So, um, I want to end on this last Bible verse, and this is Matthew, and it is Matthew, let me see, 23, 25, and it says, what sorrow awaits 
you teachers of religious law and you Pharisees, hypocrites. For you are careful to clean the outside of your cup and dish, but inside you are filthy, full of greed and self-indulgent. Now, that was saved for last because everything that was talked to leads to that. We have a lot of people who are utilizing, they have this clean outer shell that they are displaying and this is both in and out of the church and that's why because jesus was talking to the the um the leaders of uh religious law the relief the leaders of the of the jewish faith that's who he was speaking to we have this clean exterior that we put out there uh and that's some of the things that i've pointed out again let me say back to what i just said if you have someone that is in a ministry position of any kind and they tell you that they have never in their lives made money an idol, this is what Jesus is talking about. This is one of the things Jesus is saying. I'm putting this front on for you that I am something here when on the inside I very much may not be. So I, you know, I as a person of a leadership role in, in God's kingdom for whatever reason. At my church, I'm a deacon. So let's say that. Me as a deacon at my church, I'm ministering to someone and I say, well, you should make money an idol because I've never done that. Because I am pure. When, right before this session, I was... Obsessing over the fact that I don't have money for this, 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 and this. Obsessing over money is making it an idol. Whether we want to admit that or not. So, I, in this place of leadership, have painted myself to be something on the outside. Which then sends condemnation to the person who's come to me. Because I am saying, you filthy sinner, you shouldn't idolize money. And I'm sitting here obsessing over it literally minutes before we got together. That's what Jesus was getting at with that with that verse. Like, don't don't paint yourself to be something you're not. You're full of greed. All you, you know, you're thinking about how... All the you can get all these things, and a, one, a lot of the greed that these men were getting back then was attention. It was attention. Look at me; I'm a Pharisee of all Pharisees. Paul said he. Paul said that, and he was right. I I know the religious law top to bottom. I can. If we got into a, a debate, I can just bury you with the wealth of knowledge that I have about the law. And I want to show you that. Look at how I pray. Look at the eloquence in which I speak about the Lord our God. About the son of David. But. My reasoning for this isn't necessarily to build you up. Or to do anything other than to show you the fact that. I know what I'm talking about. That is extremely prideful 
and that is being greedy for attention. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. That's greed, y'all. That is greed. Look at me, look at me, look at me. I need your attention because I am so good. Look at me. Look at all the things that I do. Look at how I say things. Look at what I'm not doing. Because let's throw it out there. I don't do that. I don't do that. But you do it. Greed. Condemnation. Judgment. That one state, that one little, those statements I just made, I have sinned three times. Four, if you want to throw pride in there, which is exactly what it is for making that statement. And uh, all of that is because I need your attention to see how good I am and to show you how good you're not. So that Bible verse is the religious leaders doing that but let's not just leave it with that because let's be real it's not just religious it's not just yeah excuse me it's not just leaders because we're not all religious i don't do religious i, I have a relationship with god i am not religious and when i slip into it i, I pray that god helps me out with that because it's the religious religious that condemn people and it's the religious that are the reason why so many people despise the church so there are religious leaders not all of us are that there's a lot of us striving to be uh, to move away from that so anyway this is not just about people who are leaders in the church in god's kingdom this is about people outside of the kingdom as well because there are plenty of people who who are not professing to be christians who do that same thing Look at me. Look at what I do. Look at what I don't do. I am so much better than you. I am this. I am that. That, y'all, is greed. So, with that being said, we're going to end this this episode. Um, and I emphasized entitlement and contentment because entitlement is the very next episode um, in this podcast, so greed, our greed leads to entitlement or vice versa, but we will talk about that next week. So I pray that all under the sound of my voice heard this. I heard it was planted on fertile ground that, um, it, it plant, it, it, it grows into a harvest and it's something that can manifest itself in, in the lives of, uh, those listening and we could be the fruit um that being said i love y'all come back next week peace and god bless ministry minded we were blinded looking for peace without jesus we can't find it ministry minded we were blinded, looking for peace without Jesus, we can't. Yeah. What up, what up, what up, what up? How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. I hope you love it. I hope it blesses you. More importantly, I hope it gets you closer to God. Enjoy.